Welcome to Company's Market Pulse update for 1st of November. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets. We're joined this morning by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. Um, Good morning, I think we've had a very strong uh, month of October, um, and I really just want to start with talking about the drivers behind that. Uh, is, is this all down to, to earnings, or, or can you just talk us through what's been going on? Yeah, I'd say the the earnings have been a big factor behind the move in October. So uh, yes, it's been a very strong uh, strong month. Um, you know, world equities are up about five percent uh, in October. Earnings, as I said, uh, have been a major driver of that. So we're going through the Q3 reporting season. It's well ahead of expectations again. I guess there are two other factors in there. First was a weak September. So sentiment was poor going into the month. And then when we got reassurance and uh, more than reassurance on the earnings front, that allowed us to move ahead. I guess laterally, we've been going through the later the, the later stages of the sort of fiscal package negotiations in the US. What we seem to be seeing is the package is smaller, therefore the tax increases are lower. Uh, so that would have been coming through in the, the latter part of the month as well. So that, that would have helped equity markets also. So yeah, I'd say earnings were the big thing sentiment depressed going into that result season and then uh, less tax increases coming through in the US looking likely. And can we take a moment just to talk about inflation? It, it seems to be certainly um, the theme that's dominating a lot of headlines. You know, is it still fleeting or, or, or you know, has our view changed on that? Can you just talk us through that a little bit, Bernard? Yeah, I suppose it may seem surprising that we had such a move given uh, the chat about inflation and supply chains, etc., I think we still have the view that much of it is transient, that we get past it. It is taking longer to get past that. But some of that is due to constant resurgence of the pandemic, which is disrupting supply chains for, for longer than we would have thought. I guess there's two things to bear in mind. One, we've always said that we are going to have a higher rate of inflation over the next five years than we've had over the past five. And this, this is the movement to that higher inflation rate. I think the other thing why equity markets may not be taking a fright from it at the moment is that it's all demand-led uh, inflation. Like It's not a supply-driven inflation. It's actually due to excess demand impacting on the supply system. So that for equities, for companies, that means you've got a lot of growth and we're, we're seeing it in the sales figures, like double-digit sales growth across companies in the world. You're giving them huge operating leverage and allowing them to manage themselves through the th- through these issues. So just, I suppose, we've also had some economic forecast changes as well. So we just talked through those, and I suppose just then taking all that together, uh, where does that leave us as we sort of head into the, the final couple of months of the year? I suppose, that, yeah, we've had in the economic background the shift over the last couple of weeks. One, we've had downgrades to, to growth forecasts. Modest enough now, in truth, from the developed world. Probably the bigger one is some, some downgrades in China. And that's driven by not only power outages, limiting production, short-term issues, but some long-term issues about where policy is in China, what growth rate they want, what type of growth they want. Uh, so I'd say our view outlook for the emerging markets is probably downscaled over the last couple of weeks uh, until we get clear, greater clarity about China. We've seen downgrades in the US, that again driven by just the, the one quarter, like we knew Q3 was going to be a bit weak due to COVID impacts, and that seems to be coming through and that's sort of rebounding now. So it's probably not a longer lasting impact on, uh, on the growth rate. And the euro area, we've actually had upgrades uh, with a strong Q3, and the, that'll flow through into better figures for the year. So the growth background globally, probably a bit lower. 
developed markets holding our developed economies holding up better than emerging economies. I guess in the, the uh, economic background, the other thing then we, we spoke about inflation, we've seen a move forward in, in interest rate expectations. Uh, so over the last week, we would have seen if you'd like forward looking yield curves and interest rate curves saying that we'll have interest rate increases at the second half of 2022 in both the US and the euro area. So we would have had that traveling through last week. But again, when equity markets look at it, it's all demand driven. It's it's not a supply issue. Uh, I know that sounds perverse, but our supply problems are driven by our excess demand. That, that's where we're getting our major supply problems. So equity markets are looking, looking through that and able to handle that. And I, I guess when we look at it, we've been talking about the, the move to the mid-cycle mid and mid-cycle exposures. Um, so you get the, the early cycle, big move in equity markets, bond markets probably falling somewhat. As you move to the mid-cycle, it's still good for equity markets because you have growth above trend. Yes, that leads to central banks removing emergency measures. They're doing that. QE will be disappearing across the world over the next 12 months. Interest rates will at some stage rise. Not sure they'll be rising next year. I think markets have got ahead of themselves. But if they are rising again, it'll be because we have just very strong demand and the earnings growth will, will pull you through any valuation concerns due to higher interest rates. It sort of confirms that we, we have a, a, an overweight to equities, not as much as we had in the middle of the year. So we did reduce it because we knew where we were going and what the expected returns would be. But it's still an overweight position in equities. The worst in the bond market is probably passing over the next six months. So we told our we're underweight there, but maintain an exposure there. And someone say, why well, have yeah, exposure in bond market? They'll go through the worst over the next six months. And then it's within the mixture in equities. It's moving away from the companies and industries that are more dependent on economic growth and moving to the, those with structural, uh, structural growth. So it's into sectors like healthcare, IT, service type companies and away from the materials and the, the manufacturing type companies and sectors uh, as, as the cycle matures. So what we've seen is what we would have thought is the normal pattern as you go through an economic cycle and not, nothing in it that is surprising us. Uh, timing can change and extent can change, but the, the overall direction isn't really changing anything that we're thinking. Great, Bernard. Thank you for that. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to goodbody.ie forward slash insights.